Questions of identity are core to the Gospel of Mark. Who are we as disciples? And who is Jesus as the Messiah? Now, y'all know I love a good Greek word, and today we get to. When Jesus first encounters the disciples, he says, follow me, or opiso, which means come behind me. Learn by association or observe what I'm doing. And because Mark's gospel is always straight to the point, they immediately followed him. Or, akolutheo, they departed behind him, which holds a little bit more of a meaning of an apprentice. So we could say in the gospel of Mark, Jesus was training a new generation of practitioners with on-the-job training that was accompanied by study. Accepting Jesus's invitation meant being his apprentice, learning by putting into practice the skills and knowledge needed to participate in God's kingdom. Up to this point in the story, we've heard how their apprenticeship was going. The disciples learned through participation as Jesus exercised his ministry of prophetic teaching, exercising demons, performing miracles, and as we heard last week, bringing social, mental, and physical wholeness through acts of healing. From what they've observed and learned thus far, PETA declares that no, Jesus's identity is not that of John the Baptist or Elijah or a prophet. Jesus is the Messiah. But while Peter likes what he experiences, a Jesus challenging the status quo, a Messiah ushering in the reign of God, he doesn't like what he hears when Jesus foretells his suffering and death. In an inability to fully grasp the core of Jesus's identity as the Messiah, and thus his own identity as an apprentice, Peter rebukes Jesus. And Jesus turns around and rebukes Peter, saying, O Piso, learn by association, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but human things. If, as apprentices of Jesus, we are to learn by association, what exactly are we learning? The more I reflected with this understanding of being an apprentice of Jesus, the more I began to recognize that even though we learn many things throughout our lives of faith, one of the most important, if not the most important in my opinion, is the power of our identity as beloved children of God. What if what made Jesus's ministry possible, the source of his strength and courage to live compassionately, abundantly, and authentically, was Jesus's ability to be fully secure in his identity as the Messiah, as the Son of God? Even when crowds around him mistake him for someone else, or his closest friends want him to embody his identity in a way that's inauthentic. For Jesus, there is absolutely no question of who he is. He 
knows who he is and he knows what that means for how he lives his life. But as apprentices, we all know that resting securely in our identity as beloved children of God isn't always easy. One commentary noted that our passage this morning could be interpreted as a temptation moment for Jesus. And it made me think, how often are many of us tempted to believe that we are unworthy to be a child of God? Or that we are so beloved that we become self-righteous? when we are tempted to set our minds not on divine things, but on human things. And these temptations, my friends, are so very real. Shame, pride, guilt, idolized perfection, fear, all having very real impacts on our lives. And we can sometimes lose sight or maybe even forget who we really are. And if we're honest, we know that these temptations don't just poof and vanish into thin air. As apprentices of Jesus, followers who are continually learning as we go, we look to Christ and invite Christ into these temptation moments to to guide us towards remembering our true value, worth, and dignity. To remind us that living compassionately, abundantly, and authentically can be very scary and difficult, and it is also powerful, transformational, and holy. We will miss the mark and make mistakes and give in to these temptations along the way. And as a community, we journey together grow together and lift each other. When you struggle to be secure in your identity as a beloved child of God, I will be journeying with you, reminding you. And I know that when I struggle, you will be journeying with me, reminding me. And in those sacred holy moments where we witness each other growing in embodying our belovedness fully, we also rejoice and give thanks to God together. And that is exactly what we will do on Tuesday, September 14th, as a mission area at St. Michael's in the Hills at 6 p.m., when we will celebrate and witness the confirmation and reception of individuals into the Episcopal tradition from all over our region of the diocese. These individuals are confirming their lives of faith, saying yes 
to being an apprentice of Jesus. And for those being received, they are saying yes. It is through the Episcopal tradition that their lives of faith will be expressed. It is a moment of sacred witness. For the confirmands and recipients, they are saying, yes, I am a beloved child of God. And for those of us gathered, we are responding with, yes, you are. And we all commit ourselves to God and each other, affirming that we all are beloved children of God and that we are beloved siblings in Christ to each other. I truly hope that you can join this gathering of celebration, praise, and thanksgiving as you are comfortable and able, joining either in person or in intentional prayer with us that evening. As a community, as companions, apprentices, disciples, followers of Christ, May we continually grow in resting secure in our belovedness as children of God. And in the midst of each of our struggles along the way, may we never forget that we are loved. Thanks be to God. Amen.